The Treehouse of Liberty podcast is hosted by Jason Fornwald and comes to you from the bright red western corner of the bright blue state of Maryland. Hello again, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into the Treehouse of Liberty podcast. I am your host, Jason Fornwalt, bringing you a special edition tonight. Uh, it's going to be published on Wednesday as opposed to our usual Friday. We're going to do two episodes this week because once I heard that the Mueller report was going to drop on Sunday, I knew I had to do um, an episode before Friday. I didn't want to give everybody else a chance to comment on it before I had had a chance to. You know, I know I'm sure Rush and Hannity and Laura Ingram and uh, Mark Levin have already beaten it to death, but hopefully I have a couple of new things that I can add, some stuff that you haven't heard yet. The biggest revelation uh, to come down in Mueller's report was that there was absolutely no collusion between the President of the United States and his campaign and the Russians. Um, if you've been listening to show, the show for any length of time, you already knew that. Um, I've been talking about that for six weeks now. The fact that every man, woman, and child in the United States knows that there was no collusion, but yet we continued the investigation for daggone near uh, two years anyway, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. You know, 22 months, $25 million, and Robert Mueller comes back and says what we already knew. Um, It really disturbs me that there were 533,000 stories written about collusion over the last 22 months. Um, On top of that, there was 2,284 minutes of nightly network news dedicated to talking about collusion. All of that was wrong. All of that was misinformation. And there's there's a big part of me that thinks all of that was deliberate misinformation. You know, you've heard me call the mainstream media the propaganda wing of the Democrat Party, and quite frankly, that's what they have become. Um... You know, they they took the collusion story and ran with it, having absolutely no evidence. You know, had there been any evidence, Mueller probably would have uncovered it in 22 months. Um, But yet I have have yet to see any of those mainstream media outlets apologize for the the false reporting, and that's exactly what it was. It was false. I don't think it was an accident. Um, You know, it's, it's really a shame that, you know, this whole thing had to be kicked off with a fake dossier, which, uh... Andrew McCabe said if they hadn't had the dossier, they didn't have an investigation. Um, You ought to know when (laughs) basically the dossier is a piece of opposition research bought and paid for by Hillary Clinton and by her uh, her campaign. You know, you have to know that when you've got to fake the very beginning of the investigation to even think about getting a FISA warrant, that you probably don't have much to go on. You know, and this whole thing was supposed to be about Trump colluding with foreign intelligence agents to steal an election. You know, Hillary Clinton bought the dossier from a foreign intelligence agency in order to try to manipulate the election. You know, it's a, yet we, we go 22 months and we don't uncover anything worth charging Donald Trump for. But we know for sure that Hillary used foreign agents to try to interfere in the election. I mean, it's like, on what planet does that make any kind of sense? You know, you also have to take a hard look at the Obama administration, because as I've said in previous shows, you know, they made the decision to wiretap Trump Tower without a warrant. They chose to unmask Americans, in other words, make it uh, clear whose data that they're sending and receiving, um, who's on the phone calls that they're listening to. If you're an American citizen, they're not supposed to be able to unmask you and reveal who you are without a warrant. And the Obama administration, the Obama DOJ, did precisely that. 
So it's like we've got one illegal activity, you know, that was used to base this whole investigation on. We've got another fake, you know, piece of information that was used to base this information on. So this entire thing kicked off with no evidence whatsoever against Donald Trump. You know, and it's it's not a mistake that it stayed that way. There was never anything to investigate. You know, the the whole thing was a fabrication. The whole thing was a, a, a silent coup attempt. You know, it doesn't always take guns and bombs to try to overthrow a rightfully elected president. And that's all these Democrats are trying to do. And one of them, or several of them, must have gotten word that Robert Mueller didn't have anything. Because have you noticed in the last week, maybe week and a half, they've announced all these new committees that are investigating the president. Shocker, right? Yeah, apparently there's eight House committees looking into everything from Trump's taxes to his business deals to how many times he farted in 1976. You know, it's absolutely insane. All they're doing is grasping at straws, trying to overthrow a president because they don't like him. They also apparently don't like your votes. You know, I mean, you guys are the ones that went out and pulled the levers and pushed the buttons and wrote names in and filled in bubbles. They got President Trump elected. And now all of a sudden they don't care. Well, they never did care about that, but they're demonstrating very clearly that they don't care about that. They're the ones that talk about disenfranchising voters all the time. How about the 63 million of us that went out and voted for the guy? You're disenfranchising us. But you don't care about that. You know, Democrats don't care about that because apparently we don't have the right skin tone. You can disenfranchise white people all the time. You know, just don't do it to anybody else. And newsflash to them. There were African Americans and Hispanics and Asian Americans and American Indians. You know, everybody across the board, every demographic had somebody that voted for Trump. So you are, you know, discriminating against those people too. And like I said, it just makes absolutely no sense that while we have searched for 22 months and again spent $25 million investigating the President of the United States to find absolutely nothing. You know, James Comey was able to lay out Hillary Clinton's offenses. You know, he went down through the order, or went down through the uh, the offenses that she committed, like he was ordering off a menu. And then he gets to the very end and says, well, you know, no reasonable prosecutor would, would prosecute this or take this case. Are you kidding me? As I said, we know that she paid for the dossier. She bought it from Christopher Steele who is a British intelligence agent. Allegedly, Christopher Steele got the information from two Russian intelligence agents. Look at that. There was somebody that colluded to have Russia help interfere in our election, and it wasn't Donald Trump. You know, and, and to take things a step further, and we've talked about this previously on the show too, it's illegal to have a private server outside of the Defense Department and the, the DOJ networks that has classified material on it. And Hillary Clinton had secret and top-secret information on the private server that she had. Furthermore, like her husband, she perjured herself before Congress. She said that the only things found, or the only things that existed on that server, were wedding plans and yoga routines. To have the FBI come back and say, you know what, there was secret and top secret information on there, 
And with the symbols that were on those pages, she should have known that they were secret and top secret. So the former Secretary of State is either completely incompetent and doesn't understand what sensitive material is and how to protect it, how to safeguard it, or she willingly perjured herself in front of Congress. That's a crime. We all watched it happen on TV. There's no question of if it happened. It did. We saw it. And then, you know, of course, she used bleach bit to destroy the hard drives, you know, and bust everything up. She destroyed all of her um, handheld communication equipment, both private and government. So she probably was using her private cell phone to conduct confidential business. You know, I don't know that for sure, but, I mean, there's not much of a reason to destroy your personal cell phone on there if, if there's nothing to hide on there. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. If you want to take a politician down, there's your politician to take down. It's like, how much more black and white does it need to be? We see who's committing the crimes here. It is not the President of the United States. It never has been. And that's why the, the Mueller report comes back and completely exonerates him and his campaign of collusion. James Comey didn't exonerate Hillary Clinton from anything. He laid out the crimes that he committed and then announced that he had decided not to prosecute. And I'm sorry, you will never convince me that Loretta Lynch didn't get on that plane on the tarmac with Bill Clinton and tell him that he had nothing to worry about. You know, it would have been the DOJ and Loretta Lynch being the head of the DOJ who would have made the decision whether or not to prosecute based on the, the information, the material that the FBI had. And we know that the FBI's top attorney at the time, James Baker, recommended prosecution. And, and Lisa Page, in her testimony, before a closed house hearing, that thankfully Doug Collins released all the information on, you know, which was absolutely heroic, she stated in her testimony that everyone at the FBI knew that Hillary was never going to be charged. They were under orders not to charge her. I mean, it just absolutely disgusts me. You know, as I talked about on previous shows, we're living in a two-tiered justice system. And we're a police state. You know, if you're a member of the party, comrade, you know, you're going to be taken care of. You don't have a thing to worry about. We got you. If you're not a member of the party... You know, it doesn't matter whether you did anything or not. We're going to investigate you for two years anyway. We're going to drag your, your presidency through the mud anyway. Can you imagine if we had done this to Barack Obama? Are you freaking kidding me? Everybody would have lost their minds. And let that report come out and say there was no collusion in, in Obama's case. My goodness, if we had thought about continuing to pursue him for anything, the country would have burned to the ground. You know, it's like, where's the outrage? Where's the frustration? Where's the anger now that Mueller came out and said Donald Trump didn't do anything? And yet the Democrats and their media, because they are the propaganda wing of the Democrat Party, you know, are out there doing their best trying to figure out what's going to be next, what they're going to prosecute him for next. Persecute, I should say. Because this hasn't been a per prosecution, it's been a persecution.
And that's what you call it when you treat somebody like this who hasn't done anything wrong. And what they did to General Flynn, it makes me physically nauseous. To have Comey and McCabe, and I think Peter Strzok was there also, go into the White House, pull him aside and say, Hey Mike, we just want to have a little chat. Oh, so I'm not being interviewed? No, you know, it's, it's just a conversation between boys, right? Everything's fine. You don't need an attorney. Don't worry about that. And he talks to him. They charge him with perjury. I mean, it's it's insane. It's entrapment. It's a violation of his civil rights. They didn't Mirandize him. They didn't advise him of what his rights were. They told him he didn't need an attorney. You know, it, the people that did that are the ones that need to be prosecuted. I mean, it's just ridiculous. But, you know, the guts of the report is this. Donald Trump didn't collude with the Russians. Donald Trump's campaign did not collude with the Russians. Robert Mueller found absolutely no evidence, none, of collusion. And you say, well, Jason, what about obstruction? You know, and Mueller did leave that door open. He decided not to draw a conclusion there. And that's fine. You know, turn the information over to the Attorney General, which is what he did. The Attorney General can make the decision whether or not to uh, prosecute a case for obstruction. Mueller left the door open, bar slammed it shut. As well he should have. You know, Barr was appointed by the President of the United States. He was confirmed by the Senate. He holds that position legally and justly, which is just another reason that Democrat, Democrats hate him. You know, because if you're legal and just in holding a position, you know, we've seen how they treat you. You know, and he's qualified and permitted to make that decision. I don't know yet, because I haven't had an opportunity to read the full report. I don't know yet if there's an assertion for obstruction besides the firing of James Comey. Um, but that's the one that's been talked about most in the media. That's the one that's been brought up by Democrats. Let me make something perfectly clear. Everyone, literally every person in the federal government, serves at the will and pleasure of the President of the United States. You know, if, if Trump doesn't like Comey's tie one day, he can fire him. And Comey admitted as much. You know, he said he realized that at any point the president could fire him. Which the president ended up doing, which is well within his rights as the chief executive. And I'll tell you, if you had framed one of my guys like that, a career soldier and a great career soldier, former general in the United States Army, you frame him and you take him down for nothing? When you violated his civil rights, didn't Mirandize him and lied to him? I'm getting you the hell out of there, too. I can't think of a better reason to fire somebody. But Trump is totally justified in firing anyone that he wants to. And Comey deserved to go. The other thing, the only other thing I can really think of is, you know, maybe... Trump tweeting that there was no obstruction or tweeting about the case or making public statements that there wasn't any obstruction um, or, or collusion. 
you know, maybe that could have something to do with what they were looking into. I don't know. Um, but the president of the United States has First Amendment rights just like the rest of us. You know, he can say anything that he wants to. And I really don't think he had any intentions of interfering in the investigation because if he did, he would have fired Mueller. He had the absolute legal right and legal authority to fire Mueller. And he didn't. He let the entire bullcrap investigation play out. He was the first to demand that the entire report be released to the public. Not, not House Democrats. Not any political candidate. Not any Democrat that's running for office in 2020. The president demanded it. And you see now why he demanded it. Because it completely exonerates him. I don't want it released too. But most of our, our major media outlets, again, the propaganda wing of the Democrat Party, don't report that Trump wanted the entire thing released. You know, they play Bernie Sanders. And, I want the whole damn report. You know, we hear that stuff. We hear Kamala Harris talking about wanting everything out there. We talk. We hear uh, Elizabeth Warren saying that she wants everything to be made public. You know, so these outlets are making it look like the Democrats want it all out and Trump's trying to hide something. Which is not the case at all. Again, the president was the first one to ask that everything be released. Unfortunately, that's not his call. That's the attorney general's call. And I have a lot of faith in, in Barr. You know, he's got a lengthy track record of outstanding governor er, uh, government service. He's an excellent attorney. He knows the Constitution inside and out. And I think he'll make the right decision. I think he'll release as much of it as he possibly can without jeopardizing sensitive information or national security. And that's the way it should be. You know, we're an open society. Our government should be open to us as much as they possibly can be. They answer to us. And if there is something in there you know, that shows Donald Trump is worth being prosecuted for something, then let's hear it. Show it to me. Show it to us. The 63 million people that voted him, for him are not unreasonable. Most of us didn't support him early on. I didn't. I'm a big fan of Rand Paul. Rand's a great constitutionalist. He's one of the, the few members of Congress now that's actually filibustered on behalf of the United States Constitution. And if he'd run on his record instead of attacking Donald Trump all the time, he'd probably be President of the United States right now. But when it came down to it and I had a choice between Trump and Hillary, <laughs> I didn't even need to think about it. You know, I mean, Hillary's been involved in so many scandals over the years. You know, she's so crass. Um... You know, I mean, it's like she wants nothing to do with the, well, as she called us, the basket of deplorables. How in the hell are you going to try to get, you know, respect and get a vote from somebody that you call a deplorable? And I know that's been beaten into the ground and made fun of and, you know, I mean, we're kind of desensitized to even hearing the word now. But she put everybody that supported the other candidate into what she called a basket of deplorables. 
Which goes along with, you know, Obama telling us back in the day that we were Bible and gun clingers. You know, with Joe Biden saying that we're a bunch of smelly Walmart people. How in the hell do you expect to get respect from us when all you do is put us down, belittle us, and call us names? There was no way in hell under any circumstances I was voting for Hillary Clinton. If Satan himself were the only candidate running against her, I would have reluctantly pulled the lever for the devil. Which, you know, I mean, that's the same either way, whichever lever you pull, I guess. But, um, but yeah, I was, I was very glad to see the president let this play out. Um, I was glad to see him not interfere with Mueller's investigation. I was glad to see Mueller not try to trump something, trump something up, pun intended, um, to make his, his investigation seem worthwhile. Now, I know that uh, <laughs> CNN today uh, just posted a graphic talking about you know how many people were arrested as a result of this and how many convictions they got and how many people pled and how many people are going to jail. It was really interesting that in that picture, it didn't say how many people went to jail for colluding with Russia. And the answer to that is a big, fat, enormous, glaringly obvious elephant in the room zero zero this investigation was about collusion there was none it's over it's done and if the democrats do continue to investigate all of these things if these eight different committees do pursue everything that trump has ever done in his personal life or his business life all they do is continue to confirm one thing. That the Democrat Party has become the party of not respecting free and fair elections. They're the party of silent coups. Trying to overthrow a duly and rightfully elected president over nothing. Like I said, it doesn't always take guns and bombs. The pen is mightier than the sword. And it should be. And Mueller's pen said no collusion. And so that's going to do it for another episode of the Treehouse of Liberty. Once again, thank you so much for joining me. If you would like your listener commentary to be a part of the podcast, there's a couple of different ways you can reach me. You can email me at jdfornwalt at gmail.com. J.D. F. is in Frank. O-R-N as in Nancy, W-A-L-T as in Tom, at gmail.com. You can also send me a message on Facebook. It's Jason Fornwalt. Again, it's F-O-R-N as in Nancy, W-A-L-T as in Tom. And if you do message me or send me an email, please put listener commentary, listener commentary in the subject line or as the first part of the message that you send. Once again, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great day, evening, night. If there's another time of day you can have, I hope you have a great one of those too. Whatever time it is that you're listening to this. Thank you so much. This has been the Treehouse of Liberty podcast. I'm your host, Jason Fornwalt. Take care.